Well, today and this weekend, as rainy as it is, our country is also commemorating Memorial Day. Memorial Day is a time that our country sets aside to remember and to honor those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice for the freedom that we enjoy every day. For we're reminded that freedom really isn't free, is it? It comes with a cost, and many members of our armed forces have given their lives that we might have the freedom we enjoy today. So Memorial Day weekend and Memorial Day is not just a time to, to have a little extra time off work and a time to have a barbecue. It's a time to remember how much we have to be thankful for in this country and to whom we should give this thanks. The clip you just watched is a clip from the Academy Award-winning film Saving Private Ryan. The plot of the film is that one family, the Ryan family, and particularly one mom, will receive notifications on the same day that three of her four sons have died in battle. This reality came to the attention of Army Chief of Staff George Marshall. And he formed a unit to go find this one surviving son, Private James Francis Ryan, wherever he is in the battle right after the early days of the Normandy invasion. He feels like that family had made enough sacrifice and his son needs to get home. So he charges Captain John Miller, played by Tom Hanks, to assemble a special group of soldiers and go find Private Ryan. In their journey to find Private Ryan, to get him back home to his mom, they lose several members of their squad to enemy fire. When they finally find Ryan after many mishaps and drama, Ryan refuses to leave his comrades who have been assigned to defend a bridge until reinforcements come. And he says, I can't, I can't leave my brothers in arms. I, it's not fair for me to go to safety and them to be here. So the whole group, including Captain Miller and his squad stayed to defend that bridge. And as you saw in the clip, Captain Miller dies. In his last dying words, he pulls close Private Ryan to him. And he whispers through his ear, earn this. Earn it. Memorial Day is a time when we recognize that not the voices of one captain, but the voices of thousands and thousands and thousands of American servicemen and women who have given their life to protect the freedom that we have and freedom around the world cry out from their graves, earn this. Earn this sacrifice we have made for you. The video that we saw showing cemeteries around the world with crosses and stars of David that mark the lives of service people who died in defense of freedom it was staggering. The numbers of those who have given their lives are staggering. The American Civil War, our most costly war, 625,000 soldiers on both sides died. 
World War I, all those crosses that we saw in that video represent one war, 405,399 service people. And on and on and on it goes. And the voices cry out, we paid the ultimate sacrifice. Earn it. Earn that sacrifice. How do we do that? Well, as to our country, we do that by, by offering service, the service that their lives were cut short and they could not offer beyond the service that they provided, which was exemplary. We need to serve. You know, we, we, we need to give back to this country. This country is such an amazing country, and we're always interested in what more we can get and, and more benefits and more entitlements and more of that. But, you know, we, we need to just stop, and we need to, to give to our country. We need to serve our country. Some of you have already done that because you've served in the armed forces. You raised your hand one day and, and, and promised to, to sacrifice your life if called to do that. And you've served in that way, and I want to recognize you. If you've served in any branch of the armed forces of the United States, would you please stand right now? Wherever you're at. Now, you, like myself, were not called to make that ultimate sacrifice, but we were willing to. We signed up knowing that was a possibility. But, but we, we need to serve. There's so many wonderful community service agencies that we can serve in and, 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 and causes that we can get behind. We, we, we need to serve. We need to go beyond what we, we do in our normal lives. Stella and I try to do that. In addition to what, what, what I do here at the bridge, I serve on the Pembroke Pines uh, Veterans Memorial Board. I serve as the volunteer chaplain for the Miramar Fire Rescue Department. I want to give back to my community. Stella serves on the board of Mission United, a wonderful part of the United Way that, that has created and pioneered a program to help service members transition back into normal civilian society. And, and the program's so successful here in South Florida that chapters of the United Way all over the country are adopting this program. See, we, we need to give back. We need to support our country. So many ways to do it. One way to do it is by being thankful. You know, let, let me encourage you to do something. Whenever you see someone in, the, in a uniform of one of the branches of the United States Armed Forces, st stop. Take time to go over to them and say, listen, I just want to thank you for your service to our country. Thank you. Thank you for serving. Same thing with our first responders, our police officers, and our firefighters, who they also put their life on the line for us every day. Have you stopped and gone up to them? When you do it with a police officer, go very cautiously, please. <laughs> and say thank you for the service you provide. Thank you for helping me to live a life of freedom. Support. Be thankful. Be exemplary. Listen, let's live a life that, is, that, that models what, what a true citizen of this country should, should live like and, and act like and, and embrace. Let, let's be exemplary citizens. Let's give an honest day's work for an honest day's wage. Let's live and work with integrity and character. And let's hold high our values and, and model ethics wherever we go. We can sacrifice. 
Well, we all sacrifice by paying taxes, and, we, and that should be okay because none of this stuff is free. But another sacrifice, and probably we're not called to make many sacrifices here, but a sac- one sacrifice is that we vote, that we exercise the right that those have died to protect, that we have a right to vote for who represents us. Do you realize in the 2016 presidential election, only 55% of all age-eligible voters voted in the United States. 55%. Just a little over half of Americans actually went out and exercised their right to vote. The Poll Research Center did a poll of the top uh, 34 countries, the most developed countries in the world, top 34 countries in the world, and their, their democracies and their voting turnout. You know where the United States fell? Number 31 out of 34 countries around the world. Many of the top countries are the countries that our service people died to get their freedom back, and they understand how valuable it is. See? But they're saying, earn it. Earn this. I'm asking myself, what am I doing to earn what they did, the sacrifice they did? What am I doing to earn it? What are you doing to earn that, to keep this country great? But we here who are assembled here today have another debt to remember. That's the debt of all believers who paid the ultimate sacrifice for the defense of the gospel of Jesus Christ, who gave their lives. The original disciples... Andrew, crucified. Bartholomew, beaten to death with clubs. Mark, burned alive. Peter, crucified upside down. Paul, beheaded. Barnabas, stoned to death. James, clubbed to death. The the apostle Thomas, speared in India to death. I mean, every one of them could have been spared that horrible, horrific death by just denying that Jesus Christ was the savior of the world, but they wouldn't do it. They were followed by other brave, brave saints of God. Hebrews chapter 12 to, or 11 tells us about it, beginning in verse 35. says, others were tortured and refused to be released so that they might gain a better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging, while still others were chained and put in prison. They were stoned. They were sawed in two. They were put to death by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted. And mistreated. They don't have crosses that mark their graves because many of them died in what the world would consider shame, but we know was in boldness for the cause of Christ. But from their graves, wherever they're at, the same words can cry out earn this, earn this. The gospel came to you through our blood, through our sweat, through our tears. It just didn't happen. Oh, we have so many to be thankful to. So how do we respond? Hebrews 12, 1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a cloud of witnesses, since there are so many of these people, 
who have paid the ultimate sacrifice. It says, let us throw off everything that hinders. In other words, let's get serious about passing on the gospel because generations to come aren't gonna get it unless we serve, unless we support, unless we sacrifice for the cause of Jesus Christ. It says, let us throw off the sin that so easily entangles. That's one of the things that keeps us from being our best. And let us run with perseveration, or perseverance, the race marked out for us. God has a plan for your life. You're not here by accident. God has a plan for you. He knit you together when you were in your mother's womb. He's got a purpose. He's got a plan. And people today and people from generations to come, how will my life have made their lives better? more secure? How will your life and the contributions you do in this life make their life better and more secure? I wonder if Jesus says, earn this. Earn what I did for you. I don't think so because we can't earn that. There's no way we could possibly serve enough. There's no way we could support the cause of Christ enough. There's no sacrifice that would be too great that we would earn what he did for us on the cross. In fact, Jesus knew that and he said, I'm not asking you to earn it because I give it to you. It's my gift to you. Jesus himself said in John 10, 18, no one takes it from me, talking about his life. No one takes my life from me. He says, but I lay it down of my own accord. I had the authority to lay it down and the authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. In other words, God gave me the power to either die or live. That's why in the garden he prayed, Father, if it's possible, if there's any other way to bring humanity back into a saving relationship with you, may this cup pass from me. He didn't want to go there. But every time he prayed that prayer, he said, nevertheless, your will be done. And he willingly went to the cross for us to give us the opportunity to have our sins forgiven. We can't earn it, but we can receive it. John three sixteen says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life life. See, that's the memory that Jesus wants us to carry of his sacrifice, that it was a gift of love and that if we just receive it, if we'll put our faith, Paul says it this way in Romans 10, 9, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's Memorial Day. Let's make sure that we pause to remember. Not just take advantage of a long weekend, not just have a barbecue. Let's remember and give thanks for those who have paid so much so that we can live the lives we're living. And then secondly, let's commit that we are not only going to live our lives with impact for our country and our God. So we're going to do a little extra so that we can contribute what they didn't have the opportunity to contribute. Trust me about this. And those who are aging, as we look now, we think 
What have I done? Have I earned this? Am I contributing to others or am I just taken from life? It's a question that we all must ponder. 